This is one of four shows on the Iconic Evil podcast. Thanks for listening. What's the difference between Iron Man and Iron Woman? The were. Iron Man is a superhero. Yeah. Iron Woman is a command. Iron Woman! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, let's start the show. Yeah. Welcome to Weekend Chubby, uh, the whimsical weekend show on the Iconic Evil Podcast. I am Krez, the curator, and with me, as always, is... Gosha? Yeah, Gosha. Then, yeah, I'll, I shall be known as Gosha. Shall I henceforth be called Gosha? That's right. Gosha. Yes, you are making the transition from Margs yes. to Gosha. It's never really a very strong name. What's that? Margs. Margs. I mean, it's short for Margaret, but, yeah. you know, so is Gosha. Yeah. I'll save everyone the explanation, though. Yeah, you want to get back to your roots. Yeah. Your Polish roots. That's right. And you're starting at Iconic Evil. Um, how you been? I've been good. Yeah. Been busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, work's just been tiring me out a bit, but um, have managed to uh, get out and about a little bit in the last... Four weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It has been four weeks okay. since the last week in Chubby. We um, just worked that out just then. I thought it was a lot sooner, but it has been a little while. Yeah. So between then and now, um, seen a few gigs, a couple of films, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about later. But yeah. no, life, life's been pretty dandy. And the big one. You are now the host of your own IEP show, The That's Source. Right, The Source, H&P Unplugged, uh, debuted about a week ago. Um, and you can uh, listen to that on Iconic Evil Podcast. Correct. Um, yes, yeah. so, well, on the, it's scheduled for the 6th, but we dropped it on the 7th of yeah. last week. And uh, yes, debuted. And how do you feel it went? I think it went okay. It went all yeah, right. It went pretty, yeah. pretty well. I was, um, you can tell I had a bit to drink. I was a bit waffly. But, uh, yeah, it was all... Well, what's new? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm only drinking coffee at the moment, so we should be okay for this yeah. episode. Yes. Very good. How have you been? I've been well. Um, I'm now on holidays. Yeah. As of, I guess, 3.21 yesterday. So I've got been... two weeks of bliss. Yeah. Um, no plans really, just going to chill, go out, do a few things, see Endgame mm-hmm. next week. There's Easter obviously coming up shortly soon, um, but I don't, I don't really have anything. You got, do you have any plans for the next Easter or? Yes, I will be celebrating Easter. Um, obviously having the time off from work, the, the four days, the Easter weekend, and I'll also be having another long weekend after that because um, Anzac Day is coming up, which uh, it, uh, falls on a Thursday this year. So took the Friday off, so I get to have a you know a long weekend, which will be nice. I yeah. do I have any plans? Uh-huh. Uh, the end game. Oh that, yes, that's happening. Yeah, we're, um, we're going to see that on, on the Friday. That's right. Yeah. Um, so that's happening on the second long weekend. Yeah. Um, but apart from that. Not a lot. Might catch a gig or two. Yeah, Yeah. you're all about the gigs, all about the music. Yes. Very good. Well, 
Let's not dilly, let's not dally. Let's get into the show. Each and every chubby, we begin with what we learnt this week. Uh, we shared the, 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 the we take a moment to share what we've learnt recently, or we say this week, but you know these weeks. It's been four weeks since the last one. So, gosh, would you like to go first with uh, what you learnt this week? I'm sure there's been tons, man. Look, four weeks, you would have learnt so many things. I, we just need one. I would have, Come on, man. I would have. I did learn a oh. lot. I can't remember. Um, uh, these things, but uh, something that's just come to mind. Oh, I was going to say, oh, have you come unprepared to a show? <laughs> no, unlike you. <laughs> um, that's look, more like I, me. I, I don't know whether it's something I actually learned, but I guess something I discovered. Um, I was recently uh, handed a, uh, well, my mum found a receipt for my classical guitar that I've owned for about 20 years, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. About 20 odd years. And she actually found the receipt for this guitar. Um, and uh, I Googled it to see if they still make this model. And they do. And it's quite fascinating because the price of the guitar hasn't really changed over the last 20 years. Okay. Yeah. So I just found that to be a bit fascinating. Right, like, how I would much? Have thought, it's it's a, around the eight hundred dollar mark. Eight hundred bucks. Yeah, it's so I paid eight hundred bucks nylon, twenty years what's, ago. What's it? It's a Spanish uh, hand um, handmade Spanish classical guitar. What's the brand name? It's a Raimundo. A Raimundo. Yeah. Yeah, Raimundo is eight hundred. I love pesos. the smell of this guitar. It's the it smells like glue. No, it smells beautiful. It smells a bit like glue. No, it's not glue. It's, it's mahogany. It smells like dead horse. Mahogany, cedar, and there's a spruce. Spruce. Yes. It smells like spruce. Yeah. What the fuck is spruce? Spruce. It's a wood. It's a tree. Oh, I thought it was a type of goose. No, it's not uh, like Brute 23 or whatever like, uh, it's called. the red violin where they no. killed a goose and painted your guitar with it. I didn't no. know goose blood was orange. That's fascinating. Anyway, mm. um, yeah, so I paid about 800 bucks for this guitar 20 years ago and from some online guitar dealer, you can get it for about 850 So I was, I was quite fascinated by that. So its value has gone up by 50 bucks. Well, yeah. in a way, but then again, $800 20 years ago. That's like a million dollars. It would be like what? Today, uh, $100 million. Yeah. Maybe not. That's a lot of money. Yeah. You're sitting on a gold mine. What are you going to well, do with it's, it? Well, it's in good nick. Uh, I should probably play the guitar a bit more, oh. actually, get my money's oh, worth. Don't ruin it. Yeah. yeah equity. Yeah. Do, do guitars have equity? I don't know. I don't know equity. Some guitars are worth a lot of money, uh, but I think it depends more on who owned them or who played them. Ah, oh, so if you say Jimmy Page owned it. Yeah. Yeah. Lie. Yes. Very good. Mm. Well, I learned about, well, I learned some things about eye contact. I was thinking, uh, actually, well, only, uh, I think it was yesterday, we were talking, and I was aware, more so than usual, that when I was looking at you, I'm actually looking at one eye, not two eyes. We're taught that to be polite in conversation, you uh, you look into people's eyes. 
But we don't really look into people's eyes. We look into people's eye mm. if we're doing it properly. And it's quite interesting if you do like a bit of a Google search. You go on this uh, little magical journey on learning all about eye contact and tells like about eyes, like what people might be thinking and how they're lying and all this sort of stuff. Um, when to break eye contact, too much eye contact is creepy, not enough eye contact shows that you're not interested. If you And there's a thing called, um, uh, I don't know, it's called something, but it's like eye contact anxiety. Like people, there's people who have anxiety about uh, eye contact. Yeah. So they suggest that they look at the bridge of the nose. Or to just a- above someone's head. Well, I guess that would... No, that's too far. It depends on how far you are. Like, I tried it before. I was, like, said, when I was staring at your bridge of your nose, I said, can you see where I'm looking? You thought it was looking at one eye, though, so that didn't really work. But apparently that's a thing. Uh, I want to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Okay. Why should you break your gaze every once in a while during a conversation? It's a multiple choice. You've got uh, four uh, to choose from. One, to rest your eyes. Two, it looks more natural. Three, so you can nod and smile. Or four, it makes you seem more relaxed. Four. D. D. There's no D. Whatever you said, the last one. (laughs) Not necessarily. Breaking your gaze every once in a while does not necessarily make you seem more relaxed during a conversation. Try farting. No, try again, sorry. It's actually, it looks more natural. So starting at someone's eyes, uh, sorry, staring at someone's eyes without breaking your gaze can seem unnatural and even uncomfortable. Remember to break eye contact every once in a while by looking at someone else in the room. Mm. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So I remember when we were talking about this yesterday, I, I said, isn't it funny that, uh, I guess, socially, conventionally, we're, we're taught to look at people's eyes when we have a discussion. Um, but normally when we look at things, we look at things that move. So really, we should be looking at people's mouths, but that would be deemed, I don't know, uh, weird, or you may make you'll make you'd make someone feel uncomfortable, like they've Maybe. got something in their tooth, yeah. teeth, or tooth if they've only got one tooth. Um, yeah, just funny little social conventions we have as human beings, and looking mm. into, I guess, a person's eye yeah. rather than their eyes, unless I'm staring at the bridge of your nose, which is weird because I'm looking at the bridge of your nose now. And I'm kind of getting a periphery of your eyes, but I am aware that I'm looking at your nose, which is kind of weird. Do I look like I'm looking at your nose? No. Uh-huh. No, I can't tell. Right. But yeah, with regards to eye contact, I'm I'm a bit not not that I have eye contact anxiety, but I I'm a bit I don't like to give a lot of eye contact. I find that um, looking into someone's eyes is quite intimate mm. and sometimes I'm not ready for that. Not so ready. I guess yeah. it is a And yeah. that's a common thing that people say is like mm. looking into someone's soul. It's a bit too much, yeah. a, bit too, uh, a bit too intimate, a bit too personal. But I don't mind a good eye look. I like to look into people's eyes mm-hmm. and uh, see what happens. Like if they, they they flinch or have a heart attack or no no you're heart getting a bit yet. morbid here yeah sorry yeah I'm having a bit of a morbid morning anyway uh, that's what I learned I guess and that's what you learned and that's yeah. that so let's fucking keep going.
To keep up with all the latest news from all our four shows, make sure you follow us on our social media at Iconic Evil, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Snapchat. You can also email us at iconicevil at gmail.com. That's I-K-O-N-I-C evil at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. So we talk on a topic each and every chubby. We do. And today's topic is a little check-in on how your, what we call the Margs MCE MCE, MCE, MCU <laughs> uh, challenge. I'm also, I guess we're calling it now the Gosh, Gosh's MCU or Marvel Cinematic Universe challenge, where you uh, were challenged to watch all 21 movies before the release of uh, Marvel's Avengers Endgame, which is the wrap up of a 10 year saga that's been going on since 2008. Featuring all sorts of characters, single movies, and and uh, team ups, and, and all sorts of shenanigans. Yeah. And being someone who's not pop culture no, savvy no. or ne- not necessarily interested, you had seen a few. You've watched quite a few now. You're in the MCU. There are three sort of chunks or phases. You finished phase two. You haven't watched any for a while. Yeah, it's been what a week, in a couple two of weeks, weeks? Yeah. maybe longer. Uh, yeah, so sort of wanted to catch it up and see how that's going. How is it going? Oh, look, it's it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Um, I found most of the films to be quite enjoyable. Um, I think I gave most of them like four chubbies. I think there was only a few that I gave three. Um, but overall, it's mm. it's been quite entertaining. Um. I guess the films are all a bit long, like around the two-hour mark, so yeah. that can be a bit um, tedious to sit through. Um, but look, it's been good. I've enjoyed watching, you know, watching the films, watching you know the individual films, and then the Avengers where they all you know, interact with each other and fight the baddies together. Um, it's it's been great. And I'm uh, looking forward to watching Phase 3. Um, so, what, that's another nine films well, to get through? Yeah, you've seen a couple already yes. from the Phase 3. So, um, I'll go through those in a second. So, the last movie you saw was Ant-Man. Um, oh, yeah, that was a bit weird. You weren't too keen on that one. No. And just to let people know, if you want to see what you thought of all the movies, because we're not going to go through all of them, mm-hmm. um, you can go to our social media, particularly our Instagram, and you can see um, I've got little ratings next to the movies, a list of the movies from each phase, and you can see what Marks has rated them. Um, and at the end of all this, I'll share my rating of all the movies on social media as well. But, uh, yeah, you weren't too keen. The last couple, actually, you haven't been too... I mean, you haven't rated horribly, but you haven't thought too highly of... Uh, I'm waiting for my social media to come in. Internet's pretty slow at the moment. So uh, if I'm just looking now, um, gave of Age of Ultron 3, Guardians of the Galaxy, you gave 4, Captain America Civil War, you gave 4, same with uh, 4, 2, and uh, Iron Man 3. So yeah. they've been sitting around three, four marks. Yeah. So you haven't marked anything low. No. Uh, highlights so far over all the phases, phase one and two. 
Is, I think my favourite character is Iron Man. Yeah, I was going to say, because you, mm. you rated Iron Man quite Rated Iron Man quite highly last time we chatted, so he's still up there. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. Have you? Are you surprised about your thoughts around Captain America? And I thought, oh well, because they're kind of corny characters, really. One sort of, uh, oh, I don't know what you'd call it, patriotic, um, almost it's, it's, a bit it, part of the. What would you call it? The, um, Ah, fuck words elude me uh almost like a propaganda type character mm. and well, the thor fir- is very yeah, can be dodgy yeah yeah well um the first captain america film that was a bit propaganda i think i only go well it just had that sort of feel but i found it interesting how with the avenger films it's captain america who's in charge mm Basically, of all yeah. the you know the plan, the grand plans to fight the baddies. I guess he's like this uh, the battle strategist since he has been to war and mm-hmm. is an I guess a soldier of sorts. Yeah. Right? Um, regarding Hulk, I didn't really like the first Hulk, the original Hulk, played by Edward Norton. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I didn't. No, I it's... like this dude. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. It's something about Mark Ruffalo that feels very hulky. Yeah. Even when he's playing, you know, pathetic Bruce Banner. He's, yeah, he's still kind it's of just his, his character is endearing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, cool. I like Hulk. And how have you liked Thor's? Now, you've seen all the Thor's by now. Even though Thor Ragnarok is traditionally in Phase 3, it was one of the early ones you'd seen before mm-hmm. we started this That's challenge. Right. Having seen all three Thor movies... And I think you're revisiting the third one again. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on Thor? And his progression in the cinematic universe. He seems to be... I think he's getting a bit more serious. More serious? Yeah. I think I think he was a bit more, you know, like especially in the very first I Thor. Think, or I, am I getting No, you're getting mixed up. up. Yeah. Yes, because okay. you saw the very first one you saw was Ragnarok, where he was okay. very a bit more chilled and playful. Okay. Where yep. the first one, um, I guess he's more serious and aggressive, and I wouldn't say stoic, but the, yeah, the first two mm. are, yeah, it's it's a, they're good movies, but it's hard. I guess it's hard to sustain that sort of character if you don't do something with it, which I think they did with the third one, mm-hmm. which is good. Um, any other highlights from? Any of the movies that you've seen? Um, no, not, not really. really. Yeah, looking forward. Are you? I'm, I'm in, looking forward to, to yeah. finishing off the rest. So yeah. we've got what a couple of weeks before we see um, the Avengers Endgame. That's right. We uh, got um, the tickets to see that. Um, not on the release date, unfortunately, but on the Friday of the mm-hmm. release day. Which um, oh, look, it's like the third day in. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's released on the 25th here in Australia. So we see it on oh. the evening of the 26th. So we're going to see it pretty early. And we have another weekend chubby the next day. So we can talk, do a whole big MCU wrap-up. Uh, any? Oh, you sort of talked about low lights. Is, uh, are you, anything you're anticipating in the, the next phase? Well, um... I've heard. No, I've, no. I've. I think I've heard through the grapevine that one of the characters dies. 
Okay. Um, yeah. So you're expecting a death of I a think I'm major expecting death of some sort? De- yes. Yeah. Um, and I believe this film is really, really long, so I just hope... The, the newest one. The newest yeah, it's one. Just over three hours, so... Yeah, just, oh, just, are just. Are you serious? Yeah. Is there going to be an interval? No. Oh. No. Yeah. Okay. Cross your legs. Mate, yeah, cross... <laughs> yeah. Or, I don't know, just keep drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, whatever. Or whatever works. Um, yeah. Uh, and just quickly before we wrap up, throughout the movies, you see this sort of looming character in the background, which you will get to meet before we get to the, the last movie, mm-hmm. Thanos. Yes. Anything you're yeah, anticipating or expecting from that character off the top of your head or... Do you have a guesstimation? Have a bit of fun with it? Of of what he's going to do? Oh, whatever, or... whatever, whatever. Well, look, I have mind. found that some some of the um the, the evil characters like it. It didn't take a lot to to get rid of him, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that he puts up a bit more of a fight okay. than than the other, you know, characters and you know. He is considered one of the better villains. So Marvel, mm-hmm. I think we used to talk about, talked about this before, that Marvel's villains uh, tend to be a bit on the weaker side because the movies sort of up and front and centre put the heroes. It's all about them and making them look good. And the heroes are kind of... Well, the villains are usually or quite often secondary. Um, but I think with this latest phase, you'll start to see more iconic villains more mm-hmm. villains with a bit more emotional resonance i think okay a bit more uh staying power a bit more oomph. cool all righty well uh like i said we're after the the viewing of avengers endgame we'll do a big wrap up and there's my coffee machine it yeah. it makes a appearance at least once a show yeah so it wouldn't be a show without a, a coffee machine interruption thank you all right next bit I should keep that bit in. That should be the interval. Just my coffee machine. Anyway. All right. (laughs) Speaking of superheroes, we recently saw a superhero movie, not an MCU movie, a DC movie called Shazam. Yes. Yeah, Shazam. Uh, Yeah, we saw it. We saw it at the pictures. We watched it on the screen. On the big screen. And I wasn't expecting much at all, to be honest. Mm. It's quite a a, a weird sort of setup. A kid gets superpowers uh, from a wizard who lives in a cave. And he says a magic word. And lightning makes him a a powerful adult. Yes. Like the, the, the most supreme version of that character now shazam is the word he says and shazam's meant to stand for um things which i'll look up in a second they're, they are representative of his powers like h is like the you know, the strength of hercules and mm-hmm. z is the the might of zeus or something so it all they will stand for like these um attributes from uh, mythological people or beings from myth i guess mm-hmm. so this is I believe the first movie, I might not have that correct, but at least the first movie of recent times uh, about this character. And considering some of the other DC movies that have come before it, 
it's quite light-hearted, mm-hmm. though a little nice. dark, so we'll talk about that um, in a bit. But just quickly, overall, your impression of Shazam, your thoughts? Oh, look, it was a bit of fun. Um, found it a bit corny. Uh, I did feel like smacking the, uh, the main character, Shazam, a few times um, with just the antics that he was pulling, etc. But... Uh, no, look, it was, it, was, it was a good film. Um, if I had the choice to see it again, probably wouldn't. Would I recommend it? Well, look, if you're a fan of comic book films, sure. Knock yourself out, but yeah. So um, Shazam is in the same world as uh, Aquaman, which you've seen. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the only DC movie you've seen. You haven't seen Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, um, uh, Wonder Woman. No. No. So he lives in that world and... Well, look, I'd rate Aquaman higher than Shazam. Yeah, sure. It's it's a different feel. Mm. Like Aquaman's definitely, definitely more epic. Yeah. This and you feel film... like they, they're put, giving you all the Aquaman just in case there's never another Aquaman. They're giving you every yep. bit of Aquaman possible. Where Shazam, I feel like it's telling... It, it's got legs to tell a bigger story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's um, Shazam uh, is played by Zachary Levi, who's been a, b- a bunch of stuff, as well as the younger version by a guy called Asher Angel. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, Zachary Levi it does a really good job as acting like a kid in an adult body. And the movie's been likened to the movie Big, but with superheroes, you know, the movie Big with Tom Hanks. Yeah. There's even nods to you might remember mm-hmm. they're in the toy store at some stage and he walks across the keyboard yes, it's a little yeah, there we go yeah. it's directed by the same guy I forget his name I don't have it in front of me but he directed um, a, horror, a couple of horror movies like Lights Out and Annabelle Creation which is an offshoot of the Conjuring movies um, what your thoughts on the act the, the story did it keep you interested as someone who's Generally not interested in superhero movies. Were you entertained from start to end? Oh, I, th- I think towards the end, I uh, I looked at my watch a few times. Okay. But uh, in general, it was like, it, it was okay. Yeah. It was okay. It's Nothing a... really hmm. fantastical. But... You're not buying the DVD. You didn't blow your socks off, no. but yeah, yeah. I'd say the same thing. It was. Yeah, it's a it's a, a pretty nonsense superhero. I think they had fun with it. They, yeah, you know the suit looks ridiculous. The premise is pretty dumb. Uh, it went in a few dark places. I I it thought did. it did. It starts off pretty dark. Yeah, with the car accident. That's pretty full on. And the setup of the the main bad guy who's played by Mark Strong, he's pretty good at playing bad guys, the bald guy mm-hmm. with the, the yeah. eye power. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the actors were did a really good job. Uh, Zachary Levi obviously does a really good job as Shazam. Um, it was a nice little story. Yeah. It had a nice centerpiece of a foster family and it's quite mm. cutesy and very yeah. very movie esque. Yes. Very. Parents were overly it, it, gushy. It felt, it kind of felt like a kids' film, but you had, you did have those you few like, dark moments that kids would, like you know, potentially freak out too. Yeah, like a decapitation. Sorry, spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any weak moments for you? Or weak elements of the movie? Oh look, the, 
like I mentioned, there were a few times where I just wanted to smack. Oh, the guy. Yeah. But guy. Isn't, isn't that is that a credit to his ability to play a I, I guess it is, kid? yeah. Because he was doing yeah. what a kid would do. Yeah. And he's got power, so he's going to fuck around with them. Yeah. And yeah. he causes an accident at one stage. And he's got to sort of step up and be heroic and not yeah. sort of be selfish with these new skills. Mm. Um, I thought, for me, the special effects at times were pretty weak. There's um, there's a evil or villainous element, uh, which I won't go into, um, which I thought was could have been done better. Oh, no, fuck yes. it, spoilers. Spoilers mm-hmm. going in. Um, there were the... There's these seven deadly sins personified as, I guess, spirits that... Or demons. <laughs> excuse me. Smoke demons that live inside the main bag while played by Mark Strong. Where he... That's where he gets his power from. It's his possession of these um, these uh, seven deadly sins. And they become the big bad to fight next to him. And, uh, yeah, I thought the, the look was not great. Yeah. And what I really didn't like, what really put me off these particular villains were that they didn't talk with their mouths. They sort of spoke um, with their mind, Mm -hmm. telepathically, is the word I was looking for, which takes me back to Spawn. Um, You've probably never seen Spawn, 1997 Spawn, uh, which should have been a fucking awesome movie. Um, But it has one of the main bad guys, the big bad, and it's a horrible, horrible, like, basic CG character. And it doesn't talk, it's sort of mouth sort of jiggles um wow. it doesn't it's like it's talking with its mind and i just kept thinking back to that horrible effect from mm-hmm. that movie and i just don't like it i don't like it when yeah it just looked it didn't it didn't fit for me it didn't, mm-hmm. it didn't feel right it didn't look right yeah and sometimes they see, I, yeah i don't know i think that those characters could have been made but they're just like brown smoke monsters and yeah yeah didn't really quite do it for me mm. anyway. Yeah. But uh, to wrap up, overall, you know, I had a good time. I was It was better than I thought. Probably a, one of the highlights of the DC Cinematic Universe. Okay. Yep. Out of five chubbies, one being impotent or low, five being full-on robot chubby, I'd give it a three. I'd give it a, uh, what's the three? Rubber chub. No? No, Mojo no, Rising. No, no, that's for... Take It or Leave It. Take It or Leave It, which yeah. is... I can't remember my own my rate, my rating scores. I, I think Rubber Chub... Was it Rubber Chub? Rubber Chub's 2. Is it Rubber Chub 2? I'm going to give it 3 Chubs. You're going to give it... Yeah, so Take we're both, It or Leave It. We're both giving it 3? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, just looking... <laughs> so... Oh, no, Half Chub. 3 is Half Chub. Uh, which is take it or leave it. Two is ru- uh, rubber chub, see drunk, and one is impotent, and four is mo- mojo rising. Five is full and robot chubby. Yes, so we're both giving it a take it or leave it. Check it out if you're into it. If you're not, you'll probably hate it. So don't worry about it. Yep. Awesome. And we also saw uh, us, but we talk about that on the source, the yes. Gosh's um, music talk show. So go check out her debut show. It's available right now, and you can listen to us talk about. Us. That's right. Next bit.
And we usually end the show with a feature album. Feature albums are fairly new to the show, and uh, I think we're going to keep cracking on with the feature album. Uh, I think you'll be the best person to talk about this, being our residential music expert. Would you like to introduce our feature album for this episode? Sure. So this uh, feature album of the week is Kitchen Witch and their self-titled album, uh, which they released um, through a German record label uh, on vinyl last year. Um, It is uh, available online. Um, But it's basically um, the amalgamation of two of their earlier EPs, um, Back to the Mud and Trouble. Uh, so Kitchen Witch, they're a local, I guess, uh, stoner blues rock band um, consisting of Georgie on the vocals and uh, a great um, backup band, uh, John Connor and... John Connor. and No, John on the drums, Connor, oh. guitar, and then the bassist got his name. I was going to say, that guy would have got a lot of Terminator <laughs> references thrown his way. Um, but look, they've been um, playing around town probably about four or five years. Um, I only discovered them uh, back in 2015. Um, but uh, yeah, a really great band. Um, I've seen them uh, progress musically and also um Performance-wise, they've really grown since the first time I've seen them to now, and uh, it's fantastic to see them supporting um, some great international uh, stoner bands mm. like um, Thursday Night. Uh, we saw a, a stoner band from Greece called Thousand Mods. So Kitchen Witch opened the night, um, which was fab. They had, yeah, I think fantastic. it was, I think it was almost a full house just, just yeah. to see them play. Yeah. Um, and they actually did perform a lot of uh, new material. So it's um, the guys have been recording, and uh, fingers crossed they'll have something new out this year. But we're featuring their self-titled album, mm. their I guess back catalogue, and uh, you should check it out. Um, Kitchen Witch are on Bandcamp. Um, probably on the YouTubes as well. Yeah, definitely have a little listen. We'll play a bit of a tune on on our way out of this episode. Um, but yeah, like you said, we saw them um, on Thursday night. Uh, so this Saturday, so a couple of nights ago, and they were fantastic. The first time I saw them, blown away. I thought they were really mm. good. So hence why they are our feature album. And you did mention um, One Thousand Mods. They will be our feature album for next, Chubby. So we'll talk more about them then. But do check them out. Do give them a listen. They are worth it. And they're local. Local. And so you can go check them out if you live in Adelaide. If you don't, like you said, Bandcamp and probably YouTube. Let's wrap this shit up. I got a, I got a, I got a full on robot chubby. Full on, full on, full on, full on, full on, full on chubby. Well, that's it. That's another weekend chubby. 29th episode wow. 30th episode next fortnight gonna have a 30th birthday party not sure probably not probably not <laughs> no and it's a short chubby by the looks of things too wow, wow. it's amazing yeah, you know when you're organized yeah and you cool. cut the waffle <laughs> just looking ahead on our schedule which you can find on our um it, what's it called social media that's the one 
We have next week uh, Hush and Pandemonium. Do you want to quickly plug that? Yes, so Hush and Pandemonium on the 15th of April, 9pm to 11pm if you're listening in South Australia on 3 Radio 93.7 FM. You can also stream from the website or via the phone app or you can listen back on the phone app or listen in to Extra um, oh, yeah, next Friday, week. That Friday, so the air's on the, on the Monday and we'll... we'll Put it up on as an extra episode on the Friday, followed on Saturday by your second episode of of the Source H and P Unplugged. Yeah, so all the extra bits that you didn't get to get to on the live show, you'll be able to uh, listen to Gosh talk about on the twentieth, and on the twenty-first we have and haven't haven't done for a long time, so it will be quite good to do, is a um, talkies, a our movie commentary show where you'll pick uh, one of the MC movies that we've watched recently and we'll do a commentary on it. Sounds good. Yeah. So we've got a busy, busy few weeks. We do. And then later that week we see Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. and the following day on the 27th we do another chubby where we give, or you give your final wrap up. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we got another hush and pandemonium on the 29th, leading into May. Now, May will be a really important time because we're going into what we're calling phase two. Um, And I'm not going to go into much details about that at this stage, but just know that there's a bit of a shift happening uh, by the, oh, I was going to say at the end of this month, but really at the beginning of next month. So you'll hear more about that. Um, later in the month and be prepared for it on the 4th of May. Yes. To be well and truly in effect. Um, Special day. For many reasons. Or a couple, maybe just one, depending on who you are. Um, Yeah, anyway, so I've been Chris the Curator. Thanks for listening. This has been... Gosha. And this has been Weekend Chubby. May your weekend be chubby. Bye. Bye.
Russian Pandemonium is my fortnightly music show broadcast on Adelaide's 3D Radio 93.7 FM. Co-presented by Creds the Curator, we cover music news and events, feature the local gig guide, host band interviews and play plenty of cool tunes. Tune in on fortnightly Mondays, 9pm to 11pm. If you missed an episode, you can listen back on the 3D Radio phone app or listening to Extra dropped on Friday. Thanks for listening. That was one of four shows from the iconic Evil podcast. Thanks for listening.